Hi, my name is Mary Jo Ryder. Hello, my name is Mike Ryder. Hello, Mike Ryder. Hello, Mary Jo Ryder. Welcome to this moment with MMJ. Welcome, everybody. We'd like to take this opportunity to say thank you. Yes. With all of our hearts, thank you. I for don't your support. We've actually been recording a couple of times, and some of them we haven't put out because we needed to change some stuff. Didn't like it, whatever. And in one of them, and it's it might be one that we're going to do again. I'm not sure, but. We have just reached 150 subscribers, or mm -hmm. right about there. Yep. So we want to thank all you guys for subscribing and listening, being involved in what we believe that God is sharing through our hearts and our conversation. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. We appreciate it very, very much. So after the last podcast, mm -hmm. we started talking a little bit and wanted to make sure that we were understanding what kind of what we'd put out and one of the things that we wanted to get a little bit more of a biblical view on was the definition of a familiar spirit right what what does the bible say that a familiar spirit is correct so, so what does the bible say about a familiar spirit well the, our goal obviously we want to be accurate mm -hmm. we don't want to be giving you the listener our opinion our goal is to be putting forth what the word says, somewhat topically, right? But we want it to be the word, right? All right. So, what we did is we went and did some we did some digging, okay. And I went and got on the Bible Hub app, which I love because they have a full Strong's concordance on there, and you can just go clickety click click and bang, you're right there. You get the words and the numbers, and yes, there's there's been a lot of oh the internet this and the internet that but one thing that the internet has done is it had made it has made it very efficient for us to study the bible that has been good yes to find what we need immediately without having to go grab all this stuff and you know i'm not saying that to to be lazy but i'm saying that to just be efficient okay mm -hmm. so we referenced last time we talked about First Kings 22. We're talking about Ahab mm -hmm. and going to take the city in Syria, I believe it was. And he said, um, uh, bring me the prophets. And Jehoshaphat's like, well, let's consult the prophets first, right? So they bring the prophets in. The prophets all say the same thing. Jehoshaphat says, nah, yeah, let's, let's Isn't there another call this other guy. Prophet that we can check with. Yes. So they did. They brought him in and, well... Before they even brought him in, Jehoshaphat said, hey, what about this other guy? And Ahab, Ahab said, I hate him, mm. for he never prophesies good concerning me, but only evil. Okay, and that was kind of the basis that we used for the discussion last time of the question, can we open ourselves up to a lying spirit by being so stuck on what we want to hear, we're not willing to hear anything else? And the overwhelming feedback that we've gotten from individuals is the answer is yes. Absolutely, so yes. So if you had an opinion, go ahead and write it on that video, mm -hmm. you know, in the comments or whatever. But that oh, is, yeah. that is the, the feedback that we're getting is that we can open ourselves up yes. to a lying spirit when we're not, sometimes it's when we're not willing to hear a yes or a no, depending on the answer that Th we've asked. That's exactly right. That's the big thing is willingness. What are we willing to hear? Are mm -hmm. we willing... You know, and, and somebody said this a while back. He said, you know, we were talking about answered prayer. Okay. And he said, even if the answer is no, you have to say that that is an answered prayer. Right. Okay. Yes. So we have to be, if we're believing for God to answer our prayer, 
period. Mm-hmm. We have to be willing to take any answer. Even if it is, no, that's not what I want you to do. I want you to do this instead. Correct. Or whatever it happens to be. If mm-hmm. the answer is no, then we have to say, you know what, that's an answered prayer. Right. Because answers don't always have to go in line with what we want. Correct. They sh- Now, on that subject, answers to prayer should line up with biblical principles. Boom. And that is very important, again, to know biblical principles so yes. you know if your answer lines up. And there's definitely situations in life where oh, yeah. who you marry... Uh, is not written in the Bible. Mm-hmm. But there is direction in the Bible oh, about yes. who you marry, you know. Mm-hmm. And then how to go about it, too. Mm-hmm. You so, know what I mean? So, we, yeah. We've just been reading recently about, you know, when you're, when you're searching or looking for your spouse to find a spouse that you guys are going to be in agreement on mm-hmm. the major things yes. so that you're... You know, mm-hmm. that you're not unequally yoked. So that was, I just was blessed when I heard that. And yes. Sharing it with you. And then you're not butting heads constantly. Right. Over things that you should agree upon. Right. You know, so I, I just, and then again, okay, I have my heart set on this person and they're like, he's, he's just so hunky and looks so awesome. And she's just so pretty and looks so good. And she looks like she's strong in the Lord. And he looks like he's strong in the Lord and all that kind of thing. And you just are so look at me, I'm so singly focused and God, I really want this person. And God may be wanting to say no, but you're not going to listen to it. If it is, the answer is no. So then we can open ourselves up to the lying spirit. Lying spirit will tell us what we want to hear. We have scriptural fact for that. <laughs> okay. So, all right, that was free. We're going to get back into the <laughs> discussion on the definition, okay, of a familiar spirit. Because we felt last time, once we started digging into what this really is all about, mm-hmm. we found a different meaning for, quote, familiar spirit. Yeah. And, okay. and we just wanted to make sure. We're like, what exactly? I mean, we've heard it described different Mm -hmm. ways. Yep. But we wanted to see what the Bible said. Right. So I went to first Kings 22 and got on Bible hub, went to the strongs and found out that the lying spirit. Okay. Is from Strong's Hebrew number 8267, which is a word called Sheker. S H E Q E R. Okay. Okay. And this word, the meaning of this word is deception, disappointment, falsehood. Okay. Studying this word further, we saw, I saw different additional definitions of a false tongue betraying Mm -hmm. or deceiving. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you think about a lying prophet, a lying spirit, okay. In the mouths of the prophets, what do they tempt you to do? They did tempt, they tempt you to betray, deceive, dis, uh, disappoint Mm -hmm. or say something that's false. Mm -hmm. Okay. And in Jeremiah chapter 14, verses 13 through 16, the same word is used when the Lord is talking about false prophets. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, in Jeremiah 23, where he's talking about the false prophets. Okay. So I just found Jeremiah 23, verses 16 through 18. And we'll just read them and kind of discuss as we go and tie them in in light of what we've been talking about. Okay. 
Uh, and then we're going to get back to what a familiar spirit is? Yep, and we'll go and we'll talk about. So we're looking at this. Instead of calling this a familiar spirit, we should call it a lying spirit because there is actually a word defining a lying spirit. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. And then we'll get into a familiar spirit here after we after we have looked at the scripture here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, do not listen to the words of the false prophets. Okay, that would be the lying spirit in the mouth of the prophets who prophesy to you. They teach you vanity, emptiness, falsity, and futility, and fill you with vain hopes. Okay, and if you've ever heard a, quote, prophetic voice filling somebody with vain hope, okay, has it happened? Yes. Does it continue to happen? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. There's an indicator that you could say, okay, I need to kind of red flag this, put it on a shelf, okay, and see if this is a lying spirit in the mouth of this person who is a, uh, is a prophet. At some point, I would like us to look up what vain hope. Oh, like sure. What that, if we wanted to take a second and just look in the strongs of what vain hope, what that means. Okay, so we're pulling up um, Bible Hub and we're pulling up the the scripture, and then we're going to look at Strong's and see mm-hmm. what we get for a definition on vain hope. Okay. They are filling you with false hopes, okay, is a uh, Hebrew word, okay, forgive me, mabilim, <laughs> mabilim, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's Strong's Hebrew word 1891, if any of you Hebrew scholars want to get out there and dig into it, to act emptily or to become vain, okay? Okay. To be utterly vain, to fill with vain hopes. So let's go take a look and see what we've got for additional definitions. Uh, Why do you become vain with vanity? A primitive root to be vain in act, word, or expectation, specifically to lead astray. Okay? Okay. So they're filling people fill you with vain hopes. They fill you with false expectations. That would okay. lead you astray. I am going to use an example. Okay? okay. There were a lot of people who just really went nuts over the Donald Trump prophets. Okay. Okay. When the 2020 election, however you believe it, okay, did not turn out in that, in that manner. Mm-hmm. Okay. These people are all of a sudden, they're like, yes, it was stolen. Yes, thus saith the Lord. Donald Trump's going to be back in office by August of 2020, and it didn't happen. Okay. Okay. To me, that would be a vain hope. That would be a false hope. Yep. Okay. Because obviously he's not there. Right. Yes. Okay. So not, you know, again, just using that as as an example, because there was a lot of prophetic voices, quote unquote, who went on that wagon and they said, hey, this is, this is the deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that could be a vain hope. All right, would be a good example. Um, okay, I'm going to go back to verse 16. They teach you vanity, emptiness, falsity, falsity, and futility, and fill you with vain hopes. They speak a vision of their own minds, and not from the mouth of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I jump in here for you just a second? Jump on, jumper. So, one of the comments that we saw on Facebook just real recently from a pastor was that I'm not interested in your gifting <laughs> if you're not living holy, right? Oh, that'll preach. So it, it was interesting because I took it totally different mm-hmm. than what 
the minister meant, and he was interested. I'm like, I'm not interested in if you're a prophet. I'm not interested in if you're evangelist. I'm not interested if you're generous. I'm not interested if you're, um, you know, basically any gift that you feel that you have, if you're not living a life that's holy. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow. You know, there was a part of me that was thinking that I, he only wasn't interested in money gifts. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not interested if you give me thirty thousand if you're not living a holy life, and it's kind of funny because I'm thinking, well, money isn't the problem. It's right. whether you love money or right. whether you're, you know, greedy about money. Are you generous? Mm-hmm. Are you using the money for what God is sharing in your heart to do with it? You know, so I'm thinking right. money's not the problem. Mm-hmm. And then so like two days later, Mike is telling me that's not what he meant, and I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then if you think about it too, think think along the lines of going back to uh 1 Kings 22. Okay? Yeah. Was Ahab living holy? No. Mm-mm. No, he wasn't. And we don't know about the prophets. We don't know about the prophets. But so I'm not done jumping in yet. Get after it. Girl. Uh so the thing that kind of then became something I was thinking about was like Amanda Grace a couple years ago, maybe three years ago, talked about that she was really careful about not listening to other prophetic voices, not listening to the news, not listening to just sources of information that could potentially, what she felt, confuse what she felt like she was getting from the Lord. Right. So I guess what part of me then started thinking about was he's not interested in your gifting if you're not living a holy life. So if you're taking in things that aren't holy, like your, you know, whatever that source would be mm-hmm. of, of say you're taking pleasure in something that you're watching that's not godly. Right. If you're having conversation with individuals that are, not godly that are mocking God and and you're you're enjoying those conversations you're taking that in Mm -hmm. and that has the potential without much doubt to taint the gift that you have been given from the Lord so that you're not presenting you're actually not presenting what would come from the Lord you're presenting what would come from the God of this world instead Mm -hmm. it's getting you're giving like a mixed message because of what you're taking in Yes, and we are we don't want to have mixture, so that's correct. Amen. So yeah, awesome discussion. We're going to jump off on this episode real quick, and we're going to pick this discussion back up in the next episode. Sounds good. Okay, so we will see you next time, and thanks for checking in.